Hello, and welcome to the Recall Podcast, your weekly recall of MMO and online gaming news. My name is Chris. I'm here with my co-host, Leon and Rob. Say hi. Hey. Hey, what's up? What are you guys playing this week? Um, I'm currently playing... I played a little bit of Broken Rings when I got home from work when it launched. A uh, little bit of League. A little bit of Warflame. Mostly, I've been playing the game we all love called Work. <laughs> what about you, Rob? Yeah, same. Playing Broken Rings. I think I put a few more hours in than you guys. Um, I know we played it all together the day it came out. Um, League of Legends a little bit this week. I finished for the first time in a while an offline kind of story game. It takes two with my son. That was cool. I haven't finished nice. a game in a long time. I'm still playing. I think about that. And I still play Nobody Saves the World also. I started that. That's really good too. I like that. Leon, it's something you know, it's like co-op or something. It'd be really fun. Yeah, as soon as I get a little work a little bit more taken care of. Yeah, we'll get to it. But yeah, it's it's, it's great. Like, it's just a you know action RPG, but it's cool. And uh, yeah, yeah, I've heard I've heard it takes two is great. Like I've heard it's one of those things that like if you have someone to play co-op with, you should definitely play it. And Britt and I have been meaning to play it. Britt being my fiance, so we mean to play it. What have you been but playing? Then, uh, so I played Broken Week ranks. Besides playing Launch Night with you guys, I also played a couple days, like for an hour or two, on some other care on some other classes, just like figuring it out. I've been playing some my Voodoo class, and I made a Barbarian, I think. Um, kind of was going between that Rashid, like the the Rogue. So, uh, trying to figure out more of the game. I don't, I still don't know what the end game really is, but it's fun. And when I'm playing it, and I can actually sit there and get myself into it, I really enjoy it. It's the getting myself to sit down and play it is kind of the thing. Um, I don't know, like the other things, like I like I'm trying to get through uh, Pokemon. I'm also playing Pokemon Legend Arceus because that came out Friday, and so since Thursday night, I basically played like ten or eleven hours. It's really fun. Uh, it's the best Pokemon game I think in a long time. It reminds me a lot of the like when I was a kid. There was Pokemon games that came out in ga- on GameCube. I don't remember what both of them were called, just no one was like XD Gale of Darkness or something like that, and then one was XD something or other, and they were like fully, you know, fledged Pokemon games, but like 3D and nicer graphics and like on a home presentation, and it reminds me of that because it's a little bit grander scale, it's different, and I don't know, like it's kind of Monster Hunter-y, it's kind of not, I kind of like the crafting your own Pokeballs, but that's like, like that's fun, so it's really good, Um, and then I've been playing a little bit of League, but Honestly, nothing else. Like, I've been kind of sick the past few weeks, and I'm still... Whatever I was sick with, I just still don't feel 100%, so I'm forcing myself to work, which is good, but... Yeah. It, uh... It sucks. So, let's move on to our question of the week, which I want to, you know, ask you guys. Are things like Xbox Live Gold and PS Plus... I don't know how I should word this, but I'm going to say worth it. I guess I think I mean necessary. Or do you think that, in your mind, is the online functionality and the free games, like, are those enough of a benefit to pay for the service? Or do you think something like, because, you know, if you're playing games on, like, Xbox games on Game Pass on PC, and you play online, you're not paying for an internet, you know, service. You're just getting to play them for free. PC players play games online for free if they're not, you know, something like an MMO where you had to pay to sub. You just load up the game you play. Something like PS Plus or Xbox Live Gold is required to play it, you know, if you want to play Call of Duty online. You gotta pay for that. Are those worth it? 
uh, well, so that you said worth or necessary. I think they're necessary because they are required, right? Depending on the kind of game you play on yeah. those consoles. Um, so they are necessary, but I think they're a relic of the past and they shouldn't be necessary. That's for that, I, guess that's I don't, I don't yeah. think you should have to pay extra to play online anymore. Because um, you know, as a mainly PC player, I have never had to do that, and everything seems to work just fine. I don't even have to do that for Xbox games on my PC. Exactly. That was my point. So it's obvious you can access their servers without paying for it. So I think that part of it is, um, so for some reason, some relic of the past, I'm very certain it will get rolled into Game Pass. I mean, it already is a part of Game Pass Ultimate. Ultimate yeah. You pay for that, you get gold. For some reason, it's not just part of Game Pass. They're not just the same thing. Um, I think they will be. I think gold will go away eventually, um, especially because um, the games side of it, you know, they could just also build that into Game Pass. Like it's already there, you know. Yeah. Um, if if any if for for PlayStation has always annoyed me because for a while we didn't have to pay for it on PlayStation, and then we did, right? Like yeah. Xbox Live Gold was a thing before PlayStation Plus was a thing. Yep. And then I think it was just last generation that PlayStation Plus became required for online games. Yeah. Um, so that part of it, I don't think it is, is necessary, yes, but I don't think it, we should be doing it anymore. The That being said, I think that the, the part of it that maybe you're referring to more is the games. Um, I think the games are just bonus, right? That's what, I mean, I don't think there's anybody who should be subscribing to these things for the games. because. No. Well, there have been some really good ones over the years. You know, I think of like um, Fall Guys, Rocket League, um, Warframe initially. Like these games got big bumps being a part of PlayStation Plus. Um, and I can't think of examples. Maybe there's been some similar ones from Games with Gold. I don't. I can't think of any. But I know there's been a few kind of launch games launched on PS Plus. It gave them a good boost and yeah. and it worked. And usually they're just back catalog games that. Either you already have, you weren't going to buy anyway, um, and then every now and then there's a gem in there, right? Yeah, I mean, you like, know? you can get Final Fantasy VII Remake was there for PS Plus. Mind you, the upgrade to PS5 wasn't included into it, so if you got a PS5, like, you still, you had to, like, you know, still buy the game or whatever, or pay for the upgrade or something, but, like, getting to play that for free is pretty impressive, you know? Yeah. So I understand why people are mad about, like, because, so for record... The PS Plus games this month are, for PS5 only, it's Planet Coaster. And then for PS4, which you can get on PS5 as well, is the Tiny, Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon's Keep, the one-shot adventure for, uh, it's like the, the Tiny Tina's Borderlands 2 DLC, essentially, as a solo game. And then EA Sports UFC 4, which I think is the newest UFC, um, which is still not new, but it's not super old or anything. But... but I think... I think that kind of game is great for somebody who plays that kind of yeah. game. I'm sure that is huge well, like, for, you know, sports games fans. I'm excited about it because, like, I enjoy the UFC games. I just never go out my way to buy them because it's not something I play 24-7. But kind of like how when MLB The Show was on there, you know, some months ago, I started playing MLB again. Now that this is there, I'll start playing UFC. Like, it's one of those things yeah. where, like, that's great. And I, I wanted to try the one-shot campaign on PS4 just out of curiosity because I played it on PC a little bit. I just want to see what it was like on console because I'm sure it's the same thing. But, like, that's cool to play for free. You know, if I had a PS5, Planet Coaster would be cool. It's not something I would normally would play. And it's something that I'd probably still get a few fun hours out of. And the kind of way I see it is if you're paying for PS Plus. I mean, like, okay, so I don't play a lot of my PS4 online. 
because I have a PS4. I'm mostly just playing single-player games at this point. But I still play for pay for plus out of the odd chance I want to play online. I don't have to think about it. I can just hop on and play. Mm-hmm. Also, I do pay to have the free games because, like, I'm building a library of games that basically at any time, as long as I pay for plus, I can play. I've got, like, 40 or 50 games there now. Well, and at any point, I can just play them. Yeah, but you, you don't know? have to have plus to play them anymore. Once yes, you download them. No, you don't. No. Once you have, you have to. I just tried it like literally a few weeks ago when I did when I had my, my plus and ran out. You have to have plus to play the game. That's no, true. Once on, no, once they're on your console, you can always play nope. them. It'll lock it. I, all the games on my plus because I don't have plus anymore. I can still play. Wait, was the last time you tried to play the game? A month ago. Oh, I don't know. But I, 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 they lock for me and I can't download them. I know you can't download them at least. Oh, you but, can't download them. But if they're on your hard drive, you can still play them. But I mean, they well, lock we, we can. We can confirm that, but like when you when you download them, it says right there with the disclaimer that only you can only access them while you have an active PlayStation Plus. Yeah, that's been my experience. I think you can certain offline games disconnect your PlayStation maybe and still play them because last time it phoned home, it thought you were subscribed or something. But okay. I've heard of that. But yeah, you have to be subscribed. That's the whole point. Of the that's one of the reasons why I don't like it. Like it, like Epic yeah. gives away games, and I just have those games yep. forever. Yeah. And a lot of times it's the same games, which I find interesting. So it's very much a marketing thing, which I don't think yeah. is a surprise. A lot of times the same game shows up free on Epic or deeply discounted on Steam and free for PlayStation Plus. But the PlayStation Plus is locked behind you having to keep a subscription active. And that does yeah. that annoys me. I don't I'm not a big fan of that. So here's the thing. The X and the for the record, by the way, the Xbox Live Gold games for this month in February, by this month I say February, as in coming in a day, you know, two days, is Broken Sword 5, The Serpent's Curse, um, Aerial Knights Never Yield, and then for the backwards compatible Xbox 60 games, it is both of their arcade games, Hydrophobia and Band of Bugs, which actually, like, Band of Bugs is, a, is like a pretty legit RPG, I actually enjoyed it when I was a kid. So, and, like, Hydrophobia is not bad, too. So, like, those are two decent games from backwards compatibility. They've played them, and mind you, the other ones are something I'm super into. But they're free games, man. Like, people are really mad about them, too. Like, both both sets. The Xbox One's more so because most people that have an Xbox and have been there for a little while played Hydrophobia or Banded Bugs because it was, you know... Like, I remember being, I don't know, 14 years old playing Band of Bugs, and it was, like, a really exciting game because everyone was playing it, everyone knew was playing it, it was, like, something that was downloaded pretty heavily. So most people were like, really? Like, everyone already has that or Hydrophobia because Hydrophobia was marketed super massively then, too. It was one of those games where it's like, look at this water and look how amazing it is and look how good it looks and it's, you know, $15. But, like, it's free games, man. Like, even if you have them, someone out there doesn't, and that could be, like, their new, you know, favorite game. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they're necessary anymore. I think that they're nice to have for the free games. Like if you didn't have Game Pass or whenever PlayStation decides to have the same thing as Game Pass, yeah. It's nice to get a game, especially if you've already paid for your gold is what $60 a year. You get, Yeah, yeah. Both are $60. Yeah. So for $60 a year, you could have after 2 years, you could have close to 60 games that you have to choose from. It's nice to have a catalog. You know, you say you're building a catalog. It's nice to have that catalog. If something does happen in the future where you only have $60 to entertain yourself for the whole year, you run into tight money. Yeah. It, it, it's a nice feature to have. 
Now, I don't think, I think it should be part of Game Pass, and I don't think maybe Game Pass, they should have maybe a cheap version of Game Pass and Game Pass Ultimate, you know, if somebody only has $60. Yeah. Only give the gold games that have ever came out, and that's part of your Game Pass now. Well, so, that's just the thing, is like, I understand why, I do get why Microsoft and Sony are kind of charging for their servers, but at the same time, I think, I do think, I do agree with Rob, like, it's kind of a relic of the past, because, you know, like, I was a console kid for, I don't know, six, seven years, like, I just played console, I really wasn't playing much PC besides, like, playing some WoW, so, I mostly just played my console games, like, Xbox Live was a thing I was used to, like, paid $60 a year for gold, you know, mind you, I was a kid, and it was coming out of my parents', you know, wallet, but it was just kind of one of those things where it was like, well, that's one of those things where you were just used to it, and you didn't think anything of it. Now, being back as, you know, mainly a PC gamer, I'm just kind of like, what's the point? I understand why it's there, but... I got a question for you, though, to add on to this. Huh? If consoles were, say, $400 more expensive, and they didn't have gold, so their consoles, they weren't selling them as a deficit like they do. Yeah, they make a profit, yeah. They're making profit off their consoles now, and so they're not, they don't have to have extra money coming in from servers or mm. gold or whatever, would you still buy the consoles if it was, say, a $1,000 console? I know people are because of the situation that everybody's in, but... Well, yeah, and it'd be hard to get a few black people doing it. I mean, I don't know, like... He had $1,000 well, So here's the thing. Say there's still games from, like, Sony that I can only play on a Sony console. It will never come to PC. Like, God of War, you know, came to PC. Say it never comes to PC and it's the only way I can play it. Yeah, I'll probably save up and get at least one of the two. I'm not going to probably get most of the consoles. I'm not going to, you know, do something like that now where, like, at one point I had an Xbox, PS4, Switch. Like, I I would probably just have the one, you know? Yeah, I mind you, I got these over the course of years because I just either got them on sale or through friends or something like that. And, you know, I've had them forever now. So it's one of those things where it's just like, probably, but maybe I just get one because... Right. I absolutely would not, because then now you're just buying a, a decent PC. The the well, problem paying spending that much on a console is you're buying something that is 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 modern the day it launched, and from then on it's it's depreciating, right? Like well, it is falling I mean, behind. You can't change that. So there's no way it would ever be worth that much money in the current market compared yeah. to what you could buy for a PC. Like that's well, but just, like, let's say there's you know like okay so like for instance. You know, Sony has the Spider-Man games. Those are those are games that, like, in my mind, I have to play. That's something I don't want to miss. I'm too big of a Marvel fan, too big of a Spider-Man fan to like not play that day and date. So it's. I mean, if it's me, worth it's, it to you, then sure. Yeah, but for, it, me, it's for me, it's me. more about the experiences and the games. I mean, yes, the cost matters because clearly I don't want to spend that. But it's one of those things where. One, I don't think a console will ever sell for something like that. I don't, I do think consoles are going to keep getting more expensive, but I think they'll get more expensive because they're going to become more like a computer and they're going to do they're more actually, things. They're actually getting cheaper, so I don't I don't think we're we're trending up. I think we're trending down because they can make money off of services now, like Game Pass. Yeah, sure, but yeah. this is the most expensive generation we've had. So consoles five hundred dollars. Consoles are yeah. going up. No, they're going. No, up. the generation starts at three hundred dollars. You can buy the Xbox Series. Okay, S I'm, I'm not counting the disc list. Or you have I'm to. I'm counting the disc. Yeah. I, don't, I don't count those the same thing because the they're not the full power version. 
discless is more important than the disc version. 100. Yeah, it's also the I'll, I'll, I'll always better push seller. for the disc version because I fucking you. I hate digital. Like I mean, like obviously I buy digital games, but man, do I hate digital games. So how many just, digital games do you on the disc for? Oh, trust me, I know I hate it. I'm not saying I'm a fan of it. I'm not a fan of the digital age where you don't own anything. I hate that. So, Rob, you said you wouldn't spend the money on a console for that much? So no. You've had an Xbox 360 or an Xbox One for, like, the whole lifespan, right? No, I didn't get an Xbox One. Because okay, I have so... a PC. Yeah. So, I most I mean, Game Pass has been a thing now for, what, three two years? years? Two, three years. Two yeah. years, three years. Then I, oh, yeah. I don't ever need to get an Xbox again because all the exclusives would be on yeah. my PC. Yeah, so, yeah, like, the only reason I said that price is because if you if you had, like, an Xbox 360... From the beginning with gold, that's how much it would have cost. If you had an Xbox three sixty for um what? For you, eleven for, years. Eleven years. Yeah, I have three other consoles in that time frame as well, well. Yeah, but you know what I mean? But if you didn't have to spend the money on gold having the Xbox, yeah. It'd be about a thousand dollars. Well that's this is the obvious reason why companies do services. Nobody's yeah. going to pay a thousand dollars for the console, but they don't no. care if they pay it for thirty dollars a year or whatever. Yeah, it is, yeah. that's that's, a that's an easier pill to swallow. That's kind of the point yeah. is that they're you're kind of like buying these consoles on on loan be, on lease because they're making their money through the services. Well, see, like okay, they're so selling consoles at a deficit to make money off of services. Well, no, they're 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 selling console deficit to make money on software. That's what they do. But yeah. because because they make seventy percent of or thirty percent of sales on marketplace uh, on anything, you know, so any digital game, which ninety percent of game sales are digital now, you they're making thirty percent off the top of that just flat, and then any games they produce, they're making you know the full hundred percent basically, besides manufacturing the discs, like and most of their big games that sell millions of copies are their own games, you know, so they're just raking and cast through software, and yeah, the services are like a nice little bonus, but I. I think PS Plus had something like 100 million users. So, like, yeah, that's a lot of money. But there's also the PS, the PlayStation, Xbox player, like myself, who I don't need Plus. So, like, if it runs out and I don't, I don't think about paying for it, unless there's, like, a game I really want to play through PS Plus or Xbox Live Gold, I just don't care. And I just kind of, like, play the games that I'm, you know, getting. That's because we're all PC players. We don't, we're not. Well, yeah, I, I, play, I play my consoles for, like, single player games. That's it, you know. That's what, I was going to say that that's that's one thing I find interesting about PlayStation right now, like currently the way it seems to be headed, yeah. because the, the the exclusives that people really care about, the, the real reason people buy PlayStation, yeah. these core gamers, are these single player first party experiences that don't yeah. require PlayStation Plus. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, I think things like Elder Scrolls Online, Final Fantasy XIV, even Fortnite don't require PlayStation Plus. Right. They do not. They're, there's a certain type of game for some reason that doesn't require it. So like the the type of person who needs PlayStation Plus is small. Yeah, it's a small, you players, know, that they pay players. for it because they feel like they have to. But they probably yeah. don't use it very often. Yeah, Call of Duty, Destiny, mostly those kind of games are the ones that yeah. you know, Grand Theft Auto requires it. That's a huge yeah. game. Um, yeah. So I just find that interesting because as we go forward, you know, as things become more kind of homogenized that's the only real difference is that sony has these awesome single player first party experiences like i can see a world where like i don't 
you know, I don't subscribe to PlayStation Plus because all I yeah. get a PlayStation for is just those games. Exactly. I don't care about the free games. I'm probably getting those same games for free on Game Pass or from Epic or somewhere else, you know. Or, or if, like you like you said, they come later anyway. So if you really want them, you're probably buying them. Or by the time they hit plus, you could probably get them on a sale somewhere. So like, yeah, is it that big of a deal? No, not at all. Like, you know, hey, like we didn't bring up Nintendo Online in this discussion because Nintendo Online is absolute garbage. Uh, yes, it's a garbage service. They well, for in the same way, you, they force you if you want to play certain games online. So like you can't play Splatoon yeah. two, you can't. You I don't. I think Pokemon without it. Yeah, you can't trade a Pokemon. That's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, online and like and then like the voice chat is like in a phone app, except for yep. for Fortnite, which doesn't make any sense. Well, so here's and the, the only thing. thing you get extra from that, it, which is cool, is the is the virtual console stuff, right? The well, yeah, but you SNES. don't get the N sixty four or the right. Genesis thing unless you pay like sixty bucks a year, which is the price of everything else. It's an expansion to the service. Yeah. Which yeah. doesn't and get you much you more. You can't <laughs> buy the Animal Crossing DLC unless you don't have that. Yeah. So there's the worst of the three. Yeah. They're yeah. the worst because they don't give you much. No, when it was just twenty bucks, and I could pay twenty dollars a year and play Smash online all I want, that was great. Like I'm like, okay, cool. You know what? I don't care that yeah. you don't have voice chat. Like I'm not playing Nintendo games for that. So like I'm playing. You know, I was playing Smash online basically. That was it. So like, that is true. So, it was cheaper, quite a bit cheaper. Yeah. So, like, sign me up. Like, 20 bucks, that's basically, that's, like, you know, price, like, a, a downloadable game. And I can play Smash or whatever I want online for the year. Great. Cool. Sign me up. But, like. Trading a <laughs> Pokemon costing $20 to do, and we. $20 a year. I mean, if you're already paying for it, you're probably, if you're in the Nintendo ecosystem, you're playing games like that, you're probably already paying for it. But, like, like think about it. It isn't in the Nintendo ecosystem, and I wanted to play Pokemon, and I wanted to do one well, like, Imagine. Imagine we want to go play Diamond and Pearl and do shiny hunting like in six months, and we want to trade each other. We're gonna to have to both buy it again at that point. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that's kind of dumb, you know. That's my Luckily, point. I basically just play Unite, so like, and you play Unite, so like, we don't need to switch online for that, you know, which is great. But but that's my point. Like doing the little things that like, if any game system, even Xbox or PlayStation, required me to do a thirty second online thing. On it for a single player game that's like, oh, you can't get any updates unless you have Xbox Gold. Yeah. Well, that's just stupid. That's how it, that's not that far off from uh, there was a time when you had to pay for, um, you know, updates yeah. like that on your for your PC operating system or for even smartphones had it initially. You had to pay yeah. a fee to download the next version, right? Um, that's yeah. that used to be a thing. I'm glad it's not for consoles, right? I'm glad don't pay for. PlayStation OS version five. <laughs> we have to buy like an upgrade, you know. Oh my god, it's bad enough when like I, I get an update for my PlayStation. It's like you know PlayStation iOS ten oh one. What's the yeah. update? Some improvement to some online services and games, and you're like, that's specific. Ninety nine yeah. cent Windows updates every day. Yeah. Right? Can't play your computer unless you buy this Windows update. Like and that meme I was sharing. Four hours. Bill Gates is now my friend. You know, it's like that meme. So yeah. <laughs> Another interesting thing, uh, and then we could probably, I don't know if we have more to say, but Microsoft does have another interesting um, option where you can, like, get everything included for a monthly price credit, right? But you can, like, get an Xbox, you can get gold, Game Pass, everything for, like, 50 bucks a month. Which And at the end of that time, I think it's interest-free. Like, you're not paying any extra. So it's actually, like, a really cool... 
um, option that I wish was available for kind of all the consoles. Because I think yeah, it would, more people would get in, you know? Yeah, because like, I, think it was more PlayStation. I think the PlayStation and them will probably start more of it when you can actually buy consoles and there's not $1,000 consoles. Yeah. And- well, that's the, so like I know it's kind of a tangent, but like it kind of annoys me because I don't have any of the new generations because I haven't Same. been able to prioritize it. But also, I don't really feel like the headache of trying to find one because I live in the middle of nowhere. Um, and what's frustrating to me is that by the time I get a chance to buy one, they're they're gonna be old, kind of. You know what I mean? Like yeah. two years old or whatever. By I by mean, this 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 holiday season, that they become red, readily available, which is kind of what I've heard as the prediction. Yeah, that's right. Two years old at that point. Well, so here's the thing: I didn't get it. I didn't get a PS4 to 2016, so three years in. And you know what? It didn't matter to me because you know it was still new, new, new and exciting to me because there's all these games I wasn't able to play. All of a sudden, I could play. It was super exciting. And yeah. you know what? I think waiting a year or two is like honestly the move because there's just, like unless there's a game you have to you know have early on or something, you get so many games that are like on sale or cheap or whatever at that point. And you get this big backlog of games. Like, it's great. Oh, and those those mid-cycle games are always the best. Better, Better than the yeah. launch games. I mean, yeah. 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 It, it just sucks that the world we live in, the semiconductor shortage is what's causing a lot of this. And Yeah, oh. like, oh, yeah. Like, if I had the money and could manage a PS5, sure, why not, you know? I, but It's not even about money. I have the money. I'd go buy one right now, but I'm not spending... Well, it's principal at that point, yes. Twice or three times above for MSRP to play, what, three games? Yeah, like, what are you really going to play right now? Like, we're all going to play Lost Ark and Destiny this month and <laughs> Borderlands next no. month. Like, you know, in oh, March. I want, my NH- I want my NHL game that I can't oh, play. Oh, wine, 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 complain, complain, complain. You play on PS4. Uh, PlayStation Now. I'm just messing with you. Yeah, I give you a hard time. Definitely an interesting topic. Um, yes. I mean, there's, right. yeah, we probably need to move. I, I, when, I think it's interesting when I think about games like WoW and Final Fantasy where they charge you a monthly fee yeah. to play one game. And then we're complaining about, a, you know, a $60 a year fee, but you get how many games for the year? Like, yeah. it's, 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 it, that's interesting. To 50 games a year, so yeah. a game. Yeah. Like, I, I think it, it is worth it currently to even buy it if you're using your Xbox and your PlayStation and you're playing the games that are coming out or trying them at least for the dollar. Yeah. Maybe you'll yeah. find a game that you really like, but... Oh, yeah. I don't think it needs to be necessary anymore. I think they all should have a game pass. And I think that's the way it's going to, like Rob said, it's going to get there. It might take another year, but that's what's going to happen. Yep. Well, I didn't know when I, uh, right before the show, when I was like, yeah, I got the question. Don't even worry about it. I didn't know that was going to turn into something like that. But you know what? That's the point of this. So I'm glad we had the discussion and I'm sure we'll talk about it other times. We'll, we'll have to continue this in the future. Because it's just one of those things where there's there's so much outrage over the plus games. I was like, and the gold games. I was kind of like, why? So, all right, well, let's wrap it up. Let's move on to the game of the week, which this week it's games of the week, which we're going to go ahead and talk about Zenith, which is that VR MMO we mentioned last week. And we're also going to give a shout out to Broken Ranks just because we all enjoyed it and are enjoying it. So... Yeah, I mean, let's start with Zenith. Basically, I don't think any of us own VR units, correct? No. That's correct, yeah. But it seems to be great. It's the top-selling game. It's doing well on PlayStation. It's the top-selling thing on like on the Android Marketplace. Doing really well. 
people seem to really like it. I hear that like it's got um, proximity voice chat, but you can turn it off. Invite people to your party, go you know fight things. It's pretty easy to tell who's doing what. I just hear it's really enjoyable and really well done, and that they're talking about adding new content already and new classes and stuff. So it seems like it's gonna do well, maybe. Yeah, well, it's already doing well. I mean, top game on Steam on launch oh, day. Oh, continue to do well. Yeah, to, but for a VR MMO to get like that much hype on Steam, even is just really good to see the community embracing it for a thirty dollar yeah. game. You know, hey, thirty bucks—that's not a cheap game to go play at VR MMO. If, especially if we were we were all unsure how good it was going to be, but it seems to be a really big hit with people. Yeah, another thing that's interesting is that it's it's still, even as of right now on Steam, um, you know, hovering in the top few for new releases. And another MMO that came out this week, Mortal Online Two, is right there with it. Like right, so I I, I can understand Mortal Online Two having some hype, but this VR MMO coming out of nowhere and then also has a the audience is limited to those with a headset <laughs> so it's not like just anybody exactly. can play it um yeah. doing that well and doing that well globally too like it's on top of like the global steam charts as well it's in the top 10 which is in a in a top 10 in a week where like or in a, a time where like god of war just came out on steam monster hunter game just came out like that's pretty impressive <laughs> surprises yeah, I mean me Everybody's pre-buying Lost Ark, getting ready for you know a week and two days now, or a couple of days until release of yeah. that, and then oh Zenith, oh it's just top. Like we heard about it, we saw it, but there was no real big news about it until it actually hit. It's definitely yeah. good to see. I mean, it, it piques my interest. I'm not going to buy a thousand dollar. Index from Valve, or you know, even a three hundred dollar Quest Two, just to play this one game. But um, I, I think it's interesting. I mean, I told Leon like, if I ever met the point where things are good and I can go ahead and do that, like, if I ever got one, I I check it out. Like, it's one of those things where if I have one or I, I get one for some reason, I'll definitely check it out. Like, it seems really interesting. It seems fun. People are giving it props, so like, why not check it out? <laughs> Yeah, the year of the MMO continues. That's how I see it, right? It's another, yeah. along with Mortal Online too, doing really well on Steam. Just another um, cool thing for the genre. These smaller games doing well. Yeah, I think people thought the genre was dead, and it's clearly not. No, I think WoW dying actually opened up games for people to go try. I think these MMOs. Are, I think it's like a blessing in disguise that all these MMOs are coming out now. And they were ready to go as soon as this happened, though. Wow. Yeah. I agree. So, otherwise, on the Broken Ranks front, I mean, we've all enjoyed it. And you guys can give your opinions on it if you want. But, personally, like, I think it's pretty cool. I'm glad the game's doing better than they expected. And I'm glad they're working hard on it. And it seems like it could have a, you know, decent future ahead of it. Yeah, that is kind of my my question. So it sounds like you you enjoyed it. Um, I'm weird. I think like I think I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it enough that I want to play it more. But then when I've had moments when I was playing it where I'm like, is this all it is? Because like if this is all it is, I don't like it. 
Does that make sense? Like, yeah. if I know there's yeah. more, then it's okay. But if I'm getting the sense that maybe this is all it is. And then I've asked this question in their Discord and in game. I was like, what is the end game? The answer I get is no one knows. Nobody's at end game yet. I find that very interesting. The game has 140 levels. I guess maybe we could describe the game for a second. It's a uh, Polish MMO that is actually. I don't know how. Maybe Chris can clarify this like, if, he, if he knows more. It's like a remake of the of an older game yeah. called the something of Tarn that ran yeah, for ten Pride years. Of Tarn has, or something Pride like of that. Tarn ran for it's ten like years and has a pretty big player base, but it appear, appears to be, yeah, like a remaster, a remake of that game, and then Perfect. some stuff added to it. But like the combat yeah. is is the same. Um, I don't know if the story's different or not. Not sure. Yeah. So yeah, it's. Yeah. It's turn-based, so that's very unique. It definitely is a is a and very analogous to like a mobile game, right? What we think of as mobile games, it definitely yeah. would work well on like an iPad or something. Why it's coming um, to mobile? Yeah. So yeah, like it's fun. It has some unique ideas. The turn-based combat isn't even just turn-based. It has like a timer, and it's a little bit more dynamic. Um, Pretty quick. It has yeah. kind of a action RPG style like gear system. Mm-hmm. Um, partying with people is really strange. <laughs> it has right. like a Korean style gear upgrade stuff. Like, and then of course it's free to play and it has a questionable, some questionable items in their cash shop. So I don't, I don't know. I like it. Um, but I have had moments where I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't know why I'm playing it. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. What does? Like, I like it, and I'm, like, kind of the same. I don't know what – why am I playing this? Is it just some something to play, or is it I'm really enjoying it and I want to play it? Like, I don't – I enjoy it. I don't know if it has the same – I want to log on to play. Like, if I'm doing – if I'm not doing anything and I load it, I'm going to enjoy playing it, but I don't see anything making me want to co-play. Like, there's nothing that – like I'm not excited to go play it. I guess well, is that like, like I said, I like, I enjoy it, but it's one of those things where once I can get it loaded up and I can play, I enjoy it. But there's other things I would rather play instead of it, especially like with Lost Art being so close. But I'm not uninstalling here. Yeah. <clears throat> I have played a couple hours here and there, and I'm gonna keep checking it out i just want to know more about it i want I, I wish there was more info i wish people knew a little bit more and that's the other part there's yeah. no info very interesting no. and even like trying to find streamers there's hardly any english-speaking streamers I'll which is again, people. interesting yes and then um i think part of the mystery is kind of why i've been wanting to play it because how often do yeah. we get uh, these games or we don't know anything about blind? it yeah, yeah. And that's intriguing. Like, I like think, good. Like I said, I think it's a good game. Yeah. I think we all enjoy the game, but I think we all have that problem is there has to give something for us to want to log in. Some point of end game. Some we need to know something that's going to make us. We need a goal, I guess. We need some type of goal for us to play the game. And right now, we don't yeah. feel like we have a goal. It, it it seems to have like a cool story, but it's also like the the questing yeah. mecha- the questing mechanics aren't great. Like if you mind, don't mind reading 
you know, it's not voice acted at all. If you don't mind reading the text to get the story, it seems like it's a decent story. Yeah, I don't know. It's very interesting. What I didn't even know about it until I don't know what was that like two weeks ago. One of you yeah. guys posted it in yeah. Discord, and I was like, "Wow, this That's looks me. super yeah. unique." I hadn't yeah. even heard about it. Um, so it, it, I mean, it has even so. I did see some stuff. It has like full loot PVP zones at some point, which Something I find like that. Yeah. interesting because the, the way the combat works. Like, I don't know. So I found out about it because. I found a link somewhere like six months ago and they were going to do a beta weekend or something. And so mm. I downloaded it and tried it. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I'll have to keep an eye on it when it comes out. I need to put more time into it. And it's on the time to put into it. And I feel like an hour, you know, to like the opening area basically. And I thought, that's cool. Play it more. And so when it, when I saw it, it was coming out, I'm like, oh, hey, you guys might like this. And I shared that link and it's, it's so weird. Not like a it's a weird game or it's bad or something, but like it's it's strange. There's not a lot of info. The info they're sharing is sparse and they're they're giving it out slowly. And the community seems to like it. Like if the people that that like are all in with it or like all in, a lot of you know Polish seem to be very, very into it. And but there's also the American crowd and you know European crowd that are enjoying it. And the servers are packed. Um there's people everywhere. They, so, you know, they spent yeah. some money. Like they paid some of the bigger streamers to play it on launch yeah. day or launch week. Yeah. You know, um, I'm curious. Maybe we can speculate for a second. Like since we we don't know what the end game is, what what do you want the end game to be? Like what would keep you interested to get there? Okay, so you know how we grouped up the other night, like me, you, and Rob, and took turns. Like or me, you, and Leon. I'm sorry, took turns to kind of like being in charge essentially and running around killing monsters and like some of that. I want it to be that with like either dungeons and kind of like a like some kind of end game PVE content like that where you go through a dungeon or a raid or something. Uh it can be with bigger bosses or you know smaller groups of enemies, whatever. But I want more group content because like that group content was like the funnest part of it. Mm. Yeah, we did like so, an open world kind of dungeon, but like a I think like an instanced dungeon. Obviously it couldn't be raid. That kind of combat wouldn't work for big well, you could just you could do like do five boss. people. Yeah, or, you could, yeah. I think it's five people, and you could just put a giant boss that, you know, you have to figure out, basically, you know? I mean, I think the game needs more group content like that. I think that, that would make me log into the game more. Like there is more. group content once you're, like, level 10 plus. Because there's group quests, like, everywhere. That's like, oh, yeah, if you had a group, you could I find a boss. I finder. I didn't really look at it much because it didn't make sense yet. But they do yeah. have like a, like a group finder, party finder thing. Yep. Yeah. Like I think if they uh, the the group content is what's gonna make that game fun. Like building a group, it reminds me of like type of Final Fantasy Eleven where you get your group, you go and you run a dungeon, well, get through it. So here's something I know as well, or what I've heard. From what I understand, this could be totally wrong. This is just my understanding of it. Once you're higher level, when you make a guild or join a guild or whatever. You build up a castle. That sounds sick. Yeah, that's, that's cool. That's that's what I, I'm wondering. Where is the aspirational content? Like, what is the thing? I think it. I think it's like it's that. Return. And, that's cool. That would be cool. Yeah, I think it's like that, along with some kind of you know PVE uh, a part of it and the PVE stuff. And yeah, I know that that is part of it because it did say that in the game because I did yeah. read most of the text that I was going through. Is yeah, that you build a castle. 
you get a guild castle and do that kind of stuff. Like I said, I as think long I, as it's not heavily monetized. Hey, from what I keep saying, you can still do everything paid, you know, free to play as long as you put the effort you know, in. What I would maybe even having decorations and stuff drop from raids or dungeons and have a low chance and that's yeah. the point of the guild is to go run those to get the stuff. That'd be cool. I, I say I think my only complaint for the whole game is that there's no way to exit the game in full window mode. <laughs> yeah, yes, that's a bug that they've acknowledged. <laughs> that's so weird. Yeah, like, there's not a you go to the setting, you have some weird screen, and then there's not an exit button. Like you can log you out. F12 and go to a window mode, mode, basically. Or Alt F4. Alt F4. Alt F4. Yeah, like I, yeah, I just window mode it. Like, but yeah, we're computer people. We know that, but for somebody that's not a computer person, they're like, I'm trapped. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, how do I close delete delete it? Like, if I didn't yeah. know, like, if I didn't know how to do windowed mode, which I didn't, because there's nowhere to tell you where to do windowed mode. No, you only knew because I asked in chat because I wanted it, and they're like, oh yeah, you press this, and I'm like, oh cool, you know. Well, I eventually found it in controls, but the it was one little section in all of the control, like yeah. I like that it's janky. Is that is that weird? I kind of no. like it because it's, it's just charm. like yeah, it's a charm because like even. Their news section of like the login screen is like open beta information from like last summer, and it's like your game is launched. You don't have some other news thing to put there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's little things like that that are funny. Tell a small team. Me, yeah, it makes me appreciate the small team. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. they just forgot something that was important. And yeah, because they never closed the game that way. They always probably put it in window mode and closed it without even thinking. There's no exit button. Yeah. Uh, so, do you guys have any sense that there's any kind of like professions or crafting or even like a market board or a, I know I have there's no idea. Player to player trading, but like, yeah, yeah I, I have no clue. Okay. I know that there's <laughs> trade, there's types of trade skills in there. Um, because I was reading chat and everything, and there's gathering and stuff, and I believe you can craft it to make potions and stuff. An See, I, I found the potion thing, but that's like a vendor. So for the potions, like you go kill spiders and get spider legs and take them to a lady, and she'll give you potions. So they're more like a currency. Yeah, well, there's ways to craft potions too. Because hmm. I was talking to people, yeah. and there you need certain herbs and stuff, and to be able okay. to take them in. But I, I don't think you can do a lot of that until you get higher level. And when we were playing, the max level was twenty. The highest level was at least twenty out of one hundred and forty. Yeah, and it's it was in the forties. <laughs> yeah, and it's been a week and a half, and it's only, like it's it's nice to see. I like that, but at the same it's, time, it's, it's like, been five days. Like, yeah, the game yes. it's got a long time to go, and we really need to move on. But this is what I'm gonna say. I think the fact that it's a smaller team and it's like almost like the little game that could is really charming. And I think the player base that does dig into it and sticks with it will be rewarded. And I think it'll be a certain type of player that plays that and like only that long term or as like their main game. And I think they'll enjoy it for what it is. I think there's a certain kind of player that wants a game like that. And they're going to love it once they find it. 100%. It'll definitely be my phone game. Once it comes to yes. iOS, if I don't ever play it again on my PC, it'll be I'll play it on my phone for sure. Thousand percent. Yeah. With auto it, battlers yeah. and everything else. Auto farmers, kill the dogs, kill the wolves. Mm. It'd be great. So let's move on and talk about uh talk about New World. We need a new name for this segment, right? Like this is like the like the New World 
disappointment. New world no problems. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Exactly. Jesus. So <sighs> the mutators and gear score rank increase are creating problems with your playtime. Hard clear players with a job having trouble catching up, and new players are left in the dust. There's new bug for crafters not pulling items from storage shed to use in crafting, and you're creating duplication issues. Also, is it confirmed that the new world code is just truly horrible, like I said for months now? Is it really Ooh. spaghetti code? I mean, we could start at, the, at that last part if you want, because I, I think I yes. feel a little bit different. I don't think it's a, the code is bad. They're using an engine, Lumberyard, that's based off of um, the Cry engine, which is a good engine. So the code's yeah. probably fine. I think the developers are not fine. <laughs> not that they're they're bad. I think they're they're, they're obviously not um, doing well together. There's something wrong there, you know. Um, it's, I'm sure there is code issues because obviously, as we know, they kind of rebooted the game and, and, and changed a lot of things in a year. That's a very short period of time to do that for a game of that size. Um, so I'm sure that's causing problems. So I guess the answer is probably bad. The engine, though, is solid. Um, supposedly, right? It, it, nobody else is using the Lumberyard engine because Amazon bought it. Um, at least not yet. No, I don't think there's any other games that have come out using Lumberyard. But, uh... Yeah. Yeah. But I just... It just seems like they don't even know their player base almost. Like when the hardcore players are saying that they're having problems catching up to the top tier players that have no life. Like the hardcore players can't keep up to the no the to the no lifers. Yeah. Yeah. Well it's a sand it's supposed to be a sandbox, right? So the problem with this recent update is we talked about it I think last week about the mutators and the gear score increase, right? So the gear score is increasing to six twenty five. The only way to increase your gear score past 600 is to run these mutated dungeons. There is no other way. Yep. So the sandbox is mm -hmm. over. Now there's yeah. one way to play the game after you get to 600. And what that's doing is making it so people who still need to get to 600 have nobody to play with. Because the people at 600, the only incentive they have is to run the mutated dungeons. So it's the only improvement they're going to get for their character. So if you're at 590, you're not finding groups anymore to go run elite chess zones and and do the the dungeons that aren't mutators. Like these, there's just like they just cut half the player base off, or whatever. I don't, half is probably not the case, but whatever percentage of the player base off, and they separated them basically. And yeah, <laughs> that's horrible. Now you can't be a crafter in the game. You have to play these dungeons. Yeah, like the whole sandbox, like the whole the best part of the game is gone. Like it's odd. It's an odd choice. I don't. And my I don't favorite know. part of the game feels like you can't do it anymore. I I can't go craft and get the best gear through crafting. And well, they've I, improved that a little bit. So like, without if you took the mutators out, you could now you can get expertise from crafting. So now you yeah. could actually raise your watermark through crafting. Which well, is great. It was yeah. great. And then they did this and then it went right back to where it was. And I'm like, but you just fixed this problem. Yeah. Well, this is exactly what, like I said a few weeks ago, like this feels like a game still in beta. This is a yeah. beta patch. Test this new feature. Yeah. You, sh you shouldn't launch it like this and not increase the gear score. You should Now you should be able to craft up to 625 also, but you can't. Yeah. Like you can only craft to 600. You, like it doesn't. You can't get any gear bumps from PvP. 
CP, so nobody's running out post rush. There's no reason to. Like it's uh, very frustrating. It's because it's a game with such promise. We're yep. still it's still new. What is it? So September launch, October, November, like four months know, old. Four months old. We're, we're okay still, right? There's still time. Yeah, but they're yeah, running out of time. I mean, quickly. a half a year later, and it's still a beta game. It's only four months. It's not half a month. September, Dude, October, t- November, December, January, and we're almost. It launched. Done. It launched September twenty eighth. It Might was well a month two. Yeah. It was four months two days ago. Yeah. It. They. You talked to me in April, and it's the same thing. March, same thing. That it's not going to be we'll the talk. same thing. So here's the other part that we didn't list here that's frustrating to me. They they took away the ability to see server populations. Yeah, um, I don't know why. And that's obviously they haven't said anything about it. So I, maybe obvious is the wrong word. But that feels very dirty to me. Yeah. Because it's like we don't want you to see that your server is dying. And, and population matters. It does. Now I can't if I wanted to come back and play, I can't make a decision about where to use nope. my free transfer. And you're gonna you get know? another one soon too, so it's like you're gonna have two what do you do? Hop to one server, be like, "Oh, it's dead." Hop to another server, be like, "Oh, damn, it's yeah. dead too." I'm screwed. Like, and because the player bases were already so low, people were using those numbers to say, "Oh, I can jump on." I know when there's 600 people, I could probably get into Outpost Rush, but if there's only 200 yeah. people on, I probably can't. Now you, you gotta know? guess. You never. Yeah, yeah it's uh, it's a horrible change to the API. I don't know why. They I hope that. it's a bug. There's still the outside chance that it's not intentional, or they Perfect. reverse it. They haven't said anything about it or responded to it. And they usually do respond. So that's why True. I'm kind of like, I don't know. Maybe they messed up. I'm sure yeah. they did it on purpose at this point. Like, Well, it could be the kind of thing where they never intended to surface that information. True. That would be interesting, but it'd be hard for anybody. To, I don't think the player base would believe them at this point. I would. I could see that. This is the first MMO that's ever done that on a server-by-server server basis. Right? So here's the thing. All I'm going to say is... If it wasn't their intention, they should have done it a lot sooner. Because yeah, now people depend box. on that so bad. Yeah, it's yeah. it's already open. Keep the box yeah. open. You can't reclose it. It's too little, too late. You got to leave the box open now, man. Like you messed I mean, up. They're still allowing you to see how many total players are online. Yeah, well, well, it's, yes. yeah, it's no, that's the Steam that, API. That world server status still shows. Oh, well, but that comes from Steam. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that, that's, that's just that's why you get it. The same API, but the new world API now is just. Oh, that, they need to fix that. The other thing to note: it's still the number today was the number twelve game on Steam, right? Yeah. It's not a failure, and I think that's the, no. I think that's the weird part of this conversation. Yeah. Is like it has dropped a ton, has disappointed a ton of players, but there's still enough there that. It's peaking at 80,000 players. So that means, I don't know the math, but that means it's definitely more than 80,000 players because everybody's not playing all at the same time. Oh. It's at least double that, if not more, right? Um, they're actively playing the game every every yeah. month. Yeah. So, so it's not a failure. The not real issue game is that they added all those extra servers that they don't need. And they still haven't finished mergers or anything. Well, I they don't. can't because it's still broken. They're not. Uh, I don't know what their hangup is. Yeah. Disable housing at this point. Just merge the servers, yeah. like something. Like you, they, they need to stem the bleeding, and they need to pick which which bleeding, which cut they're gonna fix. They need to start cauterizing wounds. I think we we may end up with a Final Fantasy fourteen level relaunch with this game. I don't know that it'll go 
the, to the links that Final Fantasy fourteen did. I mean, they never actually shut down version one of that game, so they kept it running. But I could I could see something similar to that with New World. You Would know, you next... be happy with that? Did yeah, we start first... all over and with a yeah. game that's working and a hundred percent viable. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. They they fix the, I'm with Rob. They fix the game and want to relaunch it and. It brings people back, and you know we could like I would play again 100. Bring people back. I think if they just fix the game, make I think if they did it to, if they did it this month, say we fixed the issues, we're cutting down servers. Can't do it this month. Well, next month. Yeah, I mean, just right. at, at any time. Yeah. Even if they do it soon, like we need to restart the game to fix our problems. There's a problems with the housing issue. We can't do server transfers. We're going to just start all yeah. over and all I you think... do is the people that spent their money you refund them the money that like their cash up currency so that way they can buy costumes again and you just wipe everything or i mean we live in a world where you can just let those cosmetics carry forward through you to the next version a fresh start the cosmetics don't affect anybody um i think if they did anything they would have to. they need to have an extended public test of this game True. Yep. not think... two weeks like they've been doing for these patches two three weeks they need like months of like a wild PTR style extended public test. So, for the they need to come out and tell us all right now that next September they'll be relaunching the game. Yeah, and it, yeah, it's going to be currently in beta until next September. I think that would make more people actually come out and play and be happy with the game and try out every patch that they come out. I think that'd be the best thing for them. Yeah, I think from our perspective that'd be great. I think from business perspective, it's probably horrible. And that that yeah. sucks, and it sucks that because that means it probably won't happen. But I wish it would. I really do. I wish they would say, "Hey, you know what? Like we screwed up." The, we've talked about this before. I don't know if it was on the podcast. I wish more developers were just honest. And the, this team has been relatively honest. But I would love to hear like, a, a, like them like release like a, a long statement about just you know we we screwed up and we're gonna try to make it right. We're committed to making it right, but we screwed up. We admit that and. Yep. This is our plan going forward, you know? I mean, yeah. it might not make business sense in the short run, but in the long term, Final Fantasy did it. It was the best thing that they've ever done. But they're the game. only example. I mean, there's a couple others, but like they're the outlier at this point. It doesn't mean yeah. it can't happen again, but... But it's what needs to happen to this game. They're having trouble fixing one issue, and that one issue is causing the game to tank. Well, there's a lot of issues causing the game I mean... Not if to you disagree with you, but like, there's... yeah. But if you could merge servers and the server population was healthy, yeah, I think the people that were already playing the game, or the 160, 200,000 people that are playing the game, would stay, and you'd have a good player base for that. You could build on yeah. that. All right. Any so, other last thoughts before we move forward? My my only last thought is that Amazon Games as a publisher. We'll be getting yeah. lots of my time here soon. So, <laughs> yeah, Lost <laughs> there's no Arts doubt about that. Soon enough. Yeah. Uh, Leon, anything else for you? Nope. I just hope that they figure out something to do instead of just waiting and hoping. Prayers yeah. can't fix the problem. Yeah, I hope they send the bleeding before it, they bleed out and it's just a dead game at that point because I still want this game to succeed and I still want to play it. Yeah, I still this, want to play this- it. This month is supposed to be the bug fix month. So I'm waiting to see what happens in February. February is supposed to be no content. They fix all the bugs. That's what they've said. So incoming new item. <laughs> it makes sense with Lost Ark being there. It makes oh, sense. It, it kind makes of focus perfect on. sense. Yep. Yeah. 
Alright, let's move on. We need to talk about, because we didn't get to talk about it last week, we need to talk about the Microsoft Blizzard buyout. And yeah. I just kind of want to know how you guys feel about it. I'm excited. I'm glad we didn't talk about it last week. I'm glad we had a week to wait. Go ahead, Leon. Sorry. No, you're good. I- I'm excited. Like, there, the Blizzard Activision games, it feels like they left a lot of their older games. They're not as popular as Call of Duty franchises die. And I think Microsoft will bring them back. Well, I don't know that, yeah. but it's possible. Well, I mean, why not? Like, uh, we don't know anything, so I mean, you, you can well, preface here's this Here's the one thing I want. We don't know anything, but Microsoft sure. owning that back catalog of IP is huge. Because like yeah. Leon said, Activision became the Call of Duty company. There is one game that I hope gets revived out of this. I'm going to... No, well, yes, but not yes, that. Crash I would. No. Crash Bandicoot's fine. No. Hexen. You're not going to guess it. That's Wait, my what'd you say? What'd you say, Hexen. Rob? No. Hexen. That'd be, that'd be cool, but no. But that's None my point, you, though. We've no, just made games that yeah. we'd all love to see. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this. It was a character action game from like the 2010s had two games a, a main game and a sequel and it was very popular on xbox almost as if venom got his own video game i have no idea leon trying to think there's only one game in the 2010s well, or it might be, or it might be like you know, mid to late two thousands. Mid to late two thousands. I think the sequel came out after. I could be wrong. You know, I can't think of it. I was gonna prototype. say prototype. I want there to be no. They killed the prototype franchise. You know what? Both prototype one and two, while they have some jank to them, they're so good. They're so fun, and I like. And I have them on the PS4 now. They're great. Like. I love those games. I want them to make a third one. I want it to continue. That's the kind of thing that could happen. Microsoft owns yeah. the IPs. They can give it to different studios. Yeah, exactly. so that's, 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 that's what I mean yeah. is Microsoft's big enough too that they could sell off parts. They could, hey, I don't want this and Activision seems to be hoarding it. Microsoft has no problem selling off property that it's not going to use. I, I hope that's the one. Besides, like, a Guitar Hero or a Rock Band would be great. That would be Guitar Hero. But, like, that'd be great. But, like, Man, there's a whole prototype game. There's a whole breadth of games. Skylanders and Spyro. That's a whole oh, franchise. That. You don't, but plenty of people. No, right? I know, I know. They're huge franchises that just disappeared because Activision became the Call of Duty company. Yep, it's sad. <laughs> and yeah. oh, there's so much like to talk about here. Because um, like crazy people have been speculating all the crazy things, but like Leon, like I'm just excited. Excited because it's good. Whether like, because we have examples like they bought Bethesda. They've had they've been owning Bethesda for what eighteen months now. Yeah, they haven't gone in and and done the thing everybody keeps saying and put Master Chief in everything. And they haven't done all that. They just let them be Bethesda games. You right. You just play Elder Scrolls. You just play Doom. You just play whatever. They're not doing all that kind of cross crazy. They might or they may. I I would love to see Master Chief in Doom. Honestly, they're pretty cool. And the I only game that's going to be Xbox exclusive is No Man's Sky. Or not No Man's Sky, I'm sorry. Um, 
that new space Starfield. game. Starfield. They didn't yeah, say that. The they, they, they said they did say the current that. of the current games. Oh, okay. That's the only one. The current announced games. Well, they, yeah, uh, they also said Elder Scrolls one. 6 will be exclusive as oh, well. Oh, that's fine. That I, I expect that. Announced. I didn't because that's a PlayStation staple. So that's, that's definitely um But it's prizing. more so a PC staple than me. I think Elder Scrolls is a PC series at heart. So as long as it's on PC, I really don't care. Sure, I, yeah, you might not. But there, it's definitely been a big time oh, 100%. PlayStation game on forever. <sighs> And that's not for sure. That did they already? Did they guarantee it's going to be Starfield? Yes, they haven't said anything. Yeah, about schools. yeah, yeah. He no, Elder... they did. They said Elder Scrolls Six will oh, be okay. exclusive. Oh, you know what? That's right. But yeah. now here's the thing, though. We have to start thinking about the word exclusive differently, because Microsoft yeah. exclusive no longer means only Xbox, right? Yeah. It will also be on PC, and I see a future where Game Pass is not just on the Xbox and the PC. It might be on yeah. your TV, like a Netflix app, right? Because you can yeah. just stream through the cloud may end yeah. up on the PlayStation. Interestingly, if game pass ended up on the PlayStation, the PlayStation becomes the best console because you can get yeah. all the Xbox games and the Sony exclusives and Microsoft doesn't care because you're subscribing to game pass. That's what you're they want. Microsoft wants to do. Subscribe yeah. to game. Pass. And then, that's their, that's and their honestly, Microsoft could get out of the console wars and let PlayStation have it and just have their service and their service. They would still make a console. Make them. But maybe, yeah. but, but their service is where they make their money. The consoles don't make money. Well, no, of course. Well, the, I, I told you the software is where they make the money. But well, right now, obviously, Game Pass is their is their whole thing. Is Phil Spencer's a, a genius, clearly, but Game Pass is like their vision, and that's what they're sticking with. And that's why I think they'll still make consoles because it's another way you can, you know, it's another form to get another Microsoft thing in your house. It's another way to, you know, put Microsoft in the living room with, you know, Game Pass. It's, it's another, one it's option. Another X, yeah, it's just another option. I think that's why they will yeah. keep making Xboxes. Plus, I just think Phil Spencer wants to keep making Xboxes. And the I team, think they I have think to for a while just to stay relevant, relevant to people. Yeah. You know, it's for people yeah. to think of them as a gaming company. I think they have to continue to have the Xbox. It's a brand. They to a point thing. in 10 years or Game sure. Pass is Game Pass. Well, there's a the, 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 the one or no console future has been predicted for a while. Eventually, all this stuff will be in the cloud streaming, it probably won't have consoles. We'll just have the yeah. app on whatever box that you get, you know, and you pay, you pay for your games or your streaming service and you just go. Yeah. Yeah. Like Netflix, right? Netflix, like TV oh, that happened to TV. We used to have a box, yep. right? You have yep. a cable box or a TiVo. You put, you picked a box and that provided you your TV. Well, that's got been gone now for what more than a decade for most people. Yep. Um, at yep. least, you know, like it's, it's going not going away. It's, it's or, almost gone. Yeah, yeah it definitely is. Um, so I'm curious though, like, let's, can we talk about it from MMO perspective for a second? Because obviously WoW is involved in all the Blizzard games, but interestingly, Microsoft, when this deal is finalized, which it's not yet, it won't be the latest is June of 2023. It could be yeah. finalized before then. Um, so we may have some time before this is, you know, fully in effect, but Microsoft is going to own two of the top MMOs, which is interesting. Elder Scrolls yeah. Online and WoW. Elder Scrolls Online is on Game Pass, but yeah. the optional subscription isn't. The expansions aren't. So I'm curious what you guys think will happen with like WoW and Game Pass and the subscription and that kind of thing. Um, uh, and, it, and is it bad for the same company to kind of own those two games? I mean, no. 
Because they're also going to own, like, Heroes and Overwatch and, you know. Don't talk about Heroes. Easy. It could be good for Heroes. I mean, it, it could they, be good for if heroes. they revive Heroes, I will go to Phil Spencer and do things to him that I don't Look, want to mention on the internet. Microsoft doesn't have a MOBA. That's right? the whole point. In, like, yeah, I, I actually think besides, like, League and Dota and Smite, MOBAs are dead. So. No, but Microsoft yeah. has been wanting to get into esports, and it keeps trying with Halo. And it keeps I know. MLG, and it keeps trying. It'll have Call of Duty. It doesn't need a MOBA. But <sighs> even if it doesn't take Heroes of the Storm and it makes its own MOBA based on Heroes of the Storm, you know. I mean, it'd be badass to see Master Chief coming around and smacking someone in a MOBA. I mean, That'd be dope, yeah. Like a hero shooter or something? I don't know. No, no. Look, look at the Blizzard Activision IP with the Microsoft IP and everything that they own. How many different characters could be in this mobile? Here, here's what I want. I want a Microsoft Smash Brothers. Master Chief fighting Cap. You know, Spyro. Fight, fighting soap from Spyro Craft, throwing soap from Call of Duty, and just have them all beat each other out, beat each other, beat the shit out of each other, and you know have it be like PlayStation All Stars or whatever. I don't know. I think it'd be cool. You know, everybody for the longest time wanted like a StarCraft MMO too. Very cool. StarCraft is the perfect universe for it. So is Diablo, but like anything, the perfect universe. But you know, anything they, in the StarCraft universe. Like they were they had a shooter yeah. they just recently canceled a few years Ghost. ago. Like no, well Ghost, they had another one that Dustin Browder yeah. was on, the old Heroes lead. He oh, went to yeah. this StarCraft shooter. It's supposedly like a battlefront style game. Yeah. Um and then it that got canceled. Sick. First, like three I still years can't. ago. I still can't imagine like a first person shooter where you're fighting Zerg in their your face. Right? And, like that I mean, sounds so sick. Yeah. It'll, I like, mean that's epic. Like a Borderlands style um Starcraft would still be cool. Yes, anything like I said, anything. Starcraft yeah, IP yeah. is so underutilized. It's one of the best IPs in so gaming. And that's yeah, what I mean. It seems like Activision Blizzard just forgot about Starcraft. Like Starcraft used to be the biggest esports game in the world and what happened activision was like hey blizzard we like that world of warcraft in our veins hit us up let's go and they just injected world of warcraft in everyone's veins all they did they were like well, they just else can die because the same thing happened with call of duty like i said it's just a call of duty studio right the same thing yeah they just the 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 games with that made the most money got the most attention mm-hmm. starcraft yeah. didn't have a service model at that time to continually yeah. make money right they had the three episodes or expansions whatever they called them for starcraft 2 and they yeah, tried like some the microtransaction line. stuff with like the champion mode or whatever those were cool um, yeah but it didn't have long length it didn't have skins to sell it didn't have um yeah. ongoing money so it wasn't worth investing in they invested in the games that did hearthstone and overwatch and wow hearthstone is the sleeping giant here probably makes more money for Blizzard than any other game right now, but nobody thinks of it that way because it's just a tiny, tiny card game, makes, right? It makes cash. The big card yeah. game. The I mean, it might not make more than wow, well, but it's at least world. comparable, you know? Yeah, it's the biggest digital card game by far. Yeah. But and do you think A isn't beating it? Do you think this changes anything for WoW's model? Like, do you think WoW goes on Game Pass and. and I, or, it, it could. I think in the world, they would. They would add it to a Game Pass package, and maybe not. You'd you still it'd be a reason for people to oh you have a subscription with Game Pass, you know the the new expansions coming out. You still need to buy the new expansion to to play up to date. You know what I mean? You could play all the old stuff, but the new game you'd have to still buy and yeah, still yeah. that way. But what about Battlenet? About what? What about Battlenet? 
I mean, that's just going to get rolled into Microsoft Studios and it'll yeah. be on your X. It'll be part of like your Game Pass client now, I think. That'd be cool. You think it'll just merge with like Xbox Live, like your Xbox Live friends list or your Battlement that friends list will cool. merge? Probably. And I think that's a great idea too, honestly, is we we used so. to do this when we were younger. You know, you had AIM and MSN and everything and different a- messenger systems. And it was annoying loading them all and messaging your friends. And we all clamored to get a centralized messaging system. So eventually somebody made one where you could just log into one messaging system and go from there. You know, that's what we that's what we as a society like is we don't like to go and use 10 different apps for the same thing. I agree, but I kind of, I kind of, my, my perfect world was I, I want Blizzard to stay separate. Yeah, here's the thing. I don't think any of that happens. I think Blizzard stays Blizzard. Microsoft stays Microsoft. Microsoft just helps Blizzard get back on their feet. And I do think the games go on Game Pass. I think it'll probably. be like Steam. So I think WoW. I think what Leon said is probably likely WoW base game. Because yeah. right now, though, is, what's weird about that is there is no WoW base game. Right now, you just, you just sub and you play up to the new expansion and then you get to buy the new expansion, right? Yeah. Um, so th- some form of that they could change it to like some kind of basically not free because you have to pay for Game Pass, but a trial up to whatever the before the current expansion is is just on Game Pass. I could see that, but it'd be like Steam where you launch WoW and then it launches Battle.net. That's you yeah. know what I mean. I don't think it. I hope not. You might be right because I actually but, think Battle.net's a way better piece of software than the Xbox. The Game maybe, Pass software is garbage. Maybe they so. just put all of the Game Pass client into the Battle.net client. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, too. that'd actually be really cool to have all the. I think I like. I, don't I think want I'm that. with you. You don't. Personally. You wouldn't just like to have all your games in the, the BattleNet client. No, because you know how many games there are. I like that I can open the BattleNet client and know that's where Diablo is, that's where WoW is, and that's where my friends are that played those games. And realistically, I think they'll stay separate. I really do. I don't see. I doubt it. Games. I think they'd all combine because that's what Steam is. Is it just a your Steam friends list, and then I, all the games that you have on Steam. That's what they're going to do. Here's why I don't think that. Is Bethesda with like ZeniMax and Zoss and ESO still all separate. And they could, they could integrate that into Game Pass stuff. They haven't. They're leaving it separate. I do well, think they're separate. separate. They're separate, but they also don't have Battlenet. Like, they don't have no. that kind of service. Yeah, so we don't, don't know... Have- you know, the games still are all separate, sure, but Bethesda never had a social system set up like Battlenet. Not like that. Across yeah, their games. What know. about Steam? You mentioned Steam. Since all this started happening for Microsoft, their games go to Steam now. Does Overwatch yeah. 2 show up on Steam? Does Diablo 4? Does WoW show up on Steam? I get it. Halo's on Steam. Nobody would have thought that two years ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think it should. I think that the inner cross platform you know it'd be not it's just made a way for xbox to make more money yeah you know they can still get a cut of the cost of anybody buying a game on steam i think that if they have it on game pass and they have games on steam and it gives people the options and i think that's the great thing about it is oh i can either buy the game on steam or i can play it through xbox game pass but if i don't want to have xbox game pass I, I wish Game Pass worked on Steam like EA Play does. Like, I wish I could launch a game. Like, I could connect my Game Pass to Steam and just play all my games in Steam. All my Microsoft yeah. Game Pass games, you know? 
I, 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 I like where you're going. I don't think that's ever going to be feasible. I mean, EA already does it. It is definitely feasible. All they have yeah. to do is make you log in. Like, you just connect your accounts like you always do with Steam and other things. And if Steam checks if you still have a Game Pass subscription, if you do, you can play the game. If you don't, you can't play the game. I think that's yeah. a good idea. I mean, I think it's a wonderful idea, but... Perfect. That's my... That'd be one of my perfect world things. Because, I yeah, like merging those together would be awesome. No, uh, I heard from one of the developers of Call of Duty that the new Call of Duty is going to get Master Chief in it. That that's one of their plans so far. I don't know how that's even possible for them to have a plan. This this, this merger was announced like two weeks ago, and most employees were surprised by it. So yeah, that well, surprises me. They said that the next Modern Warfare game, they're going to have a Master Chief skin. It's not going to be like, oh my god, Master Chief. It's just a skin. But it's I'm also trying to go the Fortnite route and have these characters play in the games. And I've also heard talk that they're probably and Activision apparently was already working towards this, but stopping the annual release of Call of Duty slowing that down because it's not necessary anymore keeping Warzone constantly updated but then the mainline game coming out every couple years or something i think that's what needs to happen i i don't think you need a new call of duty i don't need a black ops and a modern warfare and a right give me one call of duty game maybe a year no don't give me every other year even yeah but yeah i don't need a black ops in the in in january and a Modern Warfare in fe- in March and too many. Well, and that's games. one of the things Game Pass does because now you don't need to sell. You know they're not trying to sell boxes anymore. Yeah. They just want people to subscribe to Game Pass, so they don't now have this annual like goal. Grab. Yeah, because Call of Duty, as bad as the recent games have been and have as bad as they've been reviewed, still like the top game every year, top money maker. Because it's available everywhere, and it's super popular, even though most people I know don't like it. I don't, I don't get it. I don't know who's playing Call of Duty and loves it. Obviously, there are lots of people who Halo. do. Yeah. Because Halo really hasn't had a game until this year. At least not like a new game for multiplayer until this year. Yeah. It's interesting. Think, it's exciting. I think Call of Duty should have like my, uh, yearly resets in their rank system because I think that's what makes people play is, oh, everybody's the same rank. Let me see how high I can climb. Oh, sure. Yeah. I think having a yearly reset would be a good thing. Maybe give people an achievement or something to commemorate their rank or whatever. And yep. But I think Microsoft being the achievement people that they are, that's something that they do. You know, hey, let's just make it a reset. We don't even have to make a new game. Just reset the ladder. Do you uh, one more if we have time? You can, you can cut me off. Yeah, no, we, we, we can finish here. I, I'm curious what you think, Chris, specifically, because I know you've had you've, you've mentioned some issues you have with maybe Epic and business practices. Yeah. Um. Why do you guys? Why is this positive? Why don't we? Why aren't we looking at this and saying, "Wow, Microsoft is getting too big"? Because honestly, Microsoft just bought this is the largest gaming thing ever purchased money wise. Um. By all estimates, Activision was worth more than Nintendo, right? This is like a huge, huge thing. And for some reason, like we're all positive about it. We don't see it as the big bad Microsoft taking over gaming. Because the, the reality is, 
At any moment, old Microsoft can return. And then we've got this like behemoth that owns all our favorite stuff and they're doing crappy stuff things to it, you know? Well, let me clear up my stance. I don't I don't personally think I sounded super excited about this. I don't know if I am or not. I I have hopes for it, but I don't know if I'm excited or not. I mean, I'm always weary about everything. Because you know, like I said, I don't I don't enjoy Epic as a company. Not a fan of Tim Sweeney. I'm not a fan of Epic as a company or the business practices. I just I'm not a fan of it. I clearly they're doing things right. But, you know, I have my, I'm allowed to have my own opinion and dislike, you know, them as a company and their stances on things. But, like you said, old Microsoft can come back and they can just ruin things. And I mean, it's clearly getting close to a monopoly in some regard. And I don't even know if it fully goes through and, and everywhere, sadly. I don't, I don't know if a certain bank or anything is going to block it. You know, I don't know what will happen. So, I'm always going to be cautious until... Things go right, I guess. Which I mean, things can always just turn around and go bad. So I'm always yeah. cautious about most things. Like I mean, as a consumer, you gotta pick and choose where you're spending your money and what you're doing, and you know that's kind of on you and your responsibility and your choice. It's it's your choice and no one else's choice. And Microsoft could become big bad Microsoft, you know. So that's definitely I mean, a concern. Our- our closest example in in another industry is Disney and Disney yeah. owning my entire childhood. And they haven't handled that perfectly. Right? Like I don't like most of what they've done with Star Wars. There's been some good stuff with Star Wars. There has, yeah. Um but like, you know, it yeah, I'm just I, I I'm also excited, but I am trying to remember that these are just businesses, right? Like yeah. they they could they could get they could bring that all that underneath them. Look at the checkbook and be like, no, we're just gonna, we're just, we're just gonna cut StarCraft completely because it hasn't made money in ten years, and we're all excited, you know, and they just shudder it, you know what I mean? Like that, that kind of thing can very well happen. I think my last kind of thought here is that mm-hmm. uh, I'm afraid. I think I'm, I'm optimistic, but I'm just kind of sad because every, every step of this is further away from the blizzard that i initially loved ultimately this whole thing hinges on blizzard for me i'm not a huge fan of most of activision's games especially their current games Um, but starcraft diablo overwatch wow the warcraft ip in general are some of my favorite games of all time and what this means is we're another step removed from when they were the greatest company in gaming it's been a while or the Activision thing, they can't go back. I, I, unfortunately, oh. because they're they can go back to being very good, but they're no they're, they haven't been that Blizzard for a long time because those people are gone. It's about the people, right? Yeah. Those people are. It can be a new good company, but they're never going to be. Yeah. And they're never going to be as autonomous because now they're that many levels deep, right? Like, yeah, we don't know what the structure is going to be, but currently. Blizzard, so Activision Blizzard is the big company, but the Blizzard part of that is under the Activision leadership, the, the overall leadership. That's yeah. going to slide under Microsoft. There's no reason to think that's going to change. The people are going to change, but that's just another level. Now Blizzard's three levels deep, right? They're not Blizzard anymore. They're Blizzard, one of Microsoft's companies. And that's just kind of sad to me. It might not be bad. It it's just kind of sad to me. Yeah. Another piece of our childhood gone. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they'll find a new group of people 
and they'll bring in some new people and you know retain some people still and maybe yeah, it, will become good again you know like where they used to be not ever where they used to be but you know as close to as possible and so far microsoft's track record is really good they let these studios operate autonomously as much as yeah. they can so and i think blizzard operating autonomously is a good thing yeah that would be great so those are our thoughts about the whole blizzard thing you know there's good there's bad you kind of just gotta see what happens sadly we're all still waiting for it to play out so we'll keep you posted otherwise before we uh end the show and give our final recommendations i just want to go over lost ark real quick because i know we're all really excited for not this coming Tuesday, but the following Tuesday is Head Start launch. I know we're all very excited. Next week on the Sunday, we'll we'll go over. Could be recorded on Sundays. We'll go over, you know, our launch plans for launch Lost Ark and discuss our our plans for Lost Ark in general in the show. But are you guys excited? Like, is it, is it hitting? Is it I don't close? think it hit me yet because I've been working all week. But I'm sure it will coming up this week. Yeah. I mean, it's years of hype for me, I think for yeah. you guys too, but yeah, yeah. it's, um, I'm super excited. Oh, a quick PSA, it's an MMO launch, so temper your expectations, right? Like, if you're listening to this, I'm sure you've been through an MMO launch before. Um, the servers will suck, there will be queues at some point during that week. Just don't expect, expect that. Don't expect to play after Head Start on the 11th. <laughs> at least not. I, on demand i have heard that you know they've confirmed pretty high server caps and it, it did pretty okay during the beta like there's there's positive things to think about here but um yeah just it's an mmo launch like yep. it doesn't matter who launches they always have problems so yeah just remember you might have queues you might have a little bit of downtime here and there you might have to log in and wait an hour to play or something like that but just remember that that passes it's not forever it will go away very quickly and just stay committed. You know, one thing that I'm setting as like a rule for myself with this expansion is when we pick a server and our friend groups are like, all right, all right, we're rolling on this server. This is what we're saying. That's that. Like at that point, if queues are bad and people are frustrated and they want to go somewhere else, I'm staying. We're, we're there. Like you stay with us or I guess we're just not going to play together. I'm sorry. I just don't write it out. Yeah, I just I don't want to deal with the drama. I don't want to I don't want to have to deal with trying to swap servers last minute and get everyone to cut, try to convince all you know your guild suddenly to move. Like, just it won't last forever if you're just patient. I promise it, it'll be okay. You know, I just I gotta set my rule that rule for myself because we're we're, we're bringing in the most friends that we're, I think we're ever gonna have in a, a start of an MMO in a guild, and it's one of those things where because I don't know what, how everyone's gonna act and I don't know what's gonna happen. I just, I got to set that rule ahead of time and just, you know, ask people to stick it out with me and it'll work out, you know. So remember that for yourselves too. Don't be afraid to set boundaries. And have fun. I know we're the type of people who know life these games, especially when they're new. No judgment here. I would probably do the same thing, but make sure you're having fun. And, you know, it's very rare. We've had it recently a couple times but it's very rare we get this kind of huge mmo launch so take advantage of it yeah get up and stretch don't just sit there get some water move around grab food you know you don't have to just sit there and do nothing but play the game you 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 need to stand up you know 
you need to stand up for just a minute or two. Just move around. Get blood going. It's important. So, like I said, we'll discuss uh, Lost Ark in full on Sunday. And then we're all really excited. We'll hopefully announce where our server is in case anyone wants to come play with us. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it this next podcast and go in depth with Lost Ark because I know we're all really excited for it, and I hope you guys are too. And, and maybe Lost Ark will replace our new our New World segment every week after that. That'd be really nice. <laughs> it cannot be New World no problems. It can be Lost Ark. This game's freaking great. So right? we can pray. So. Let's give our final recommendations. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Um, sleep and health and fitness matter. I know we're all video gamers here, and we all love to know life games, but like Rob said, health, fitness matters, sleep matters. Don't kill yourself to play a game. I know work yeah. is work, and make sure we're taking care of ourselves, eating right, going outside, enjoying the sunshine, even though it's snowing every day. But sunshine is good for us. Yeah, my, along those lines, actually, mine is, was just to do some cooking at home. I think a lot of people uh, are afraid of that, but it can definitely be more healthy. You'll know what's in your food, and it doesn't take as long as you think. Look up an easy recipe and make something at home. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, for one, have been ordering out a lot because no one, I feel like, really fills up like the, the cooking often. But we're trying to make, you know, small things just because it's nice to, you know, you kind of get sick of the same old stuff. And, you know, although we're not eating just garbage 24-7, kind of sick of a lot of the places here. And, you know, it's also more expensive, obviously, but sometimes just easier. So, you know, mm-hmm. make some meals at home. But, yeah, and obviously, you know, if, you, if, you, if you're sick or no matter what, you know, make sure you're getting rest. Like, I've been feeling like garbage for the past few weeks i don't know what i've had i just know i don't feel great and i'm always worn out and i sleep a lot and it's just like you know don't be afraid to rest take care of yourself <clears throat> so other than that if you guys would like to leave us some feedback on what you want to hear about you can email us at just recall podcast at gmail.com you can follow us on twitter at recall underscore podcast on instagram at Recall Podcast, and follow us on on Anchor at anchor.fm slash the Recall Podcast. Leon, Rob, if you want to share your socials? You can find me at uh, at Recall Leon on Twitch. Yeah, I'm still at Twitter uh, at Contra underscore Rob. Yep, and I am Twitter, which is Mudslide TV, and Twitch.tv slash Mudslide, both with two eyes. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. At the end of the day, just remember, all you need to do is recall. <laughs>